um, with Charlotte DSA and Charlotte Metro DSA and... Is there a Charlotte Outskirts DSA? That's also us. <laughs> That's also us. We do Rock Hill, too. Okay. Gotcha. Which, by the way, does Sasuke Uchiwa want to join? You know, he's in Durham now. Wait, you know Sasuke Uchiwa. Yeah. Are you joking? <laughs> yeah, I know. Sasuke. Wait, he went to our high school. He just got married to a... Sasuke. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get invited to that wedding. Me yeah. neither. Yeah, I know. Sasuke. From Winthrop? Yeah. We were we were yeah. in the frat together. Wait, when you do him, oh. was he an atheist or religious? Because he really flipped like four or five times during high school. Was he school. a Glenn Beck dude or an Obama dude? Because he really flipped back and forth between those two things. <laughs> he was an Obama dude when I knew him. Oh, gosh. Guys who know Sasuke and uh, Lewis Honestly, and Clark. <laughs> All right, hit us up with that one. <laughs> what, what's what's the full pitch? The number one podcast for guys who know well, Sasuke. Facts no cap. The number one podcast. <sighs> Welcome to Big Facts No Cap, the number one podcast for guys who know Sasuke and Lewis and Clark. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Are we sticking with them? What about Maoists and Meowists? <laughs> I do like Maoists and Meowists. Can I can I hit him with the full Marxist Leninist Maoist and Meowists? Yeah, let's do it. Hit him up. <clears throat> uh much like Tupac, uh hit him up, you know? We got a burp coming. Folks, stay tuned. We got a burp coming up later. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's let's uh welcome to Big Facts No Cap, the number one podcast for Marxist Leninist Maoists and Meowists. I like that. That's cute. Also, most people take like four or five tries and stumble across every word. That was very good in comparison. Oh, this guy's been on a pod before. He's a seasoned veteran. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Let's introduce the episode. This is my boy Connor, one of the two Connors who leads Charlotte Metro DSA, which I don't know if I've ever officially said it on the pod. I'm a member of Charlotte Metro DSA. One of the good mm -hmm. ones. One of the good ones. That's very triggering for me. I don't know if you've ever heard the story of what a, uh, a South Carolina state senator upon hearing i was lebanese when i was arguing with him in high school after he, he brought up israel and i went don't you think there should be separation of church and state because he said we should support them because we're a christian nation and it's where jesus was born and i said don't you think there should be separation of church and state and he said well we have to protect them against the lebanese and the palestinians <laughs> and the egyptians and i went oh i'm lebanese and he went uh, 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 I, I'm, uh, I'm he sure you're one of the good ones. Heismaning Paul. He was like pushing him back. Like, Get away from the Israel. <laughs> and that's how I got my nickname, one of the good ones in high school. I'm so glad you had that story because otherwise I was going to list all the bad members of Charlotte Metro DSA by name. <laughs> hey, let's go. Call them out. Call out the reactionaries. Not doing that on this pod. Are, are we, are we saying first and last names? Do I, do I drop Oh, uh, we might do some bleeping. I do have to say 339 Sasuke Uchiwa Avenue. I'm going to drop that in a couple places just oh, so yeah. Paul gets some edits in there. Bleep me when I Thank say you. Paul's I, address, actually, please. I'm meaning to send Paul a package, so I'm glad that I'm getting his address again. <laughs> I, I just like to dox people when I'm on podcasts. Throw out their address, their personal phone number. Wi-Fi password? I don't I don't have that one. It's technically on the Wi-Fi router right next to you, but you'd have to do a 180 to see it. 
Yeah, we're not going to get good audio. And if there's one thing I know about Connor is he can't do any sick tricks. No sick tricks. He's not radical? Not radical. I'm not radical. Uh, is that all you wanted for introductions? That was it? Oh, yeah, Connor, let's talk about you, man. You're. We, I feel like I became fast friends with you because, like, with few people across my life, I just immediately get the sense of, like, oh, this guy gets what's going on. He's cool. He's, <laughs> he likes cool shit. He's a good person. Yeah, I don't know. So I just was like very quickly like I want to be friends with them. I I think I think I like have really learned how to put myself in like digestible chunks for people. Oh, so you've tricked me. Okay. I've tricked you. I, like I I come into places Ooh. and I'm like I'm Connor. How to I, make like, friends and influence them. people. Oh yeah, I say Paul Paul. Well, thank you for having me on the podcast, Paul Adrian. It's really great to be on here, Paul and Adrian. He knows my name. Oh my God, he keeps repeating my name. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to do me a small favor, and you're going to feel closer to me for it. Oh, if you All ask right, me to I'll run and get you, you a, Coke. a pen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I rebrand myself pretty frequently. Like now I'm, I like Paddington and bikes, and people, people can vibe with that. Yeah. Let's talk about, we're three South Carolina boys. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. We all know Sasuke Uchiwa. The main part of being from South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Sasuke Uchiwa. We all voted for Lindsey Graham multiple times. <laughs> yeah. What? What's What's South Carolina? And we go to Lizard's Thicket. <laughs> and we go to Lizard's Thicket. What's What's the order at Lizard's Thicket? Wait, did you guys have you? a Did you guys have a rushes in Florence? No. No. We, we had three locations. A every time I drive through Columbia, I go to rushes though. Hell yeah, brother. It's a great place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those fries are salty as hell. The, the coleslaw is garbage. I'm sorry if that's... I always gave it to my mom. I didn't like it. It's so mayonnaise -y. Yeah, it's, it's a bad, a bad Wait, mayonnaise. This is a good opportunity for us, Adrian. I've always wanted you to tell the crab leg story on pod, and you just thought of your mom and food. I don't think you've ever told oh, wait, that story. I think I have, because Dorley corrected me on it. Apparently, I was wrong about who was there or something like that. But yeah, my mom, Little China Buffet, next to the Bilo that's now defunct in Lexington, South Carolina, they had a thing where you could fill up a to-go box, and then you just paid per box or like per weight. And my mom had guests over and wanted they wanted like crab legs, and she was like, oh, I can go there and just fill up boxes of crab legs. And apparently it was such a loss for them that they like stopped, they put up a sign next time we were there, crab legs not allowed for to-go orders. And I was like, <laughs> my mom, like the efficacy she has in this world to produce change. Like she created a sign at this restaurant <laughs> because of her behavior. Meanwhile, Charlotte Metro DSA, no materialist change. <laughs> we, we, we have not won anything. <laughs> that that brings me to like the one thing that Florence is known for in the greater world. Like every few months or so on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, a video of one of our mall food court Chinese places goes viral. And it's just the dude mm. filling up the styrofoam clamshell tray with the most food that has ever fit in one of those before. It's just like pounds and pounds and pounds of the sticky sweet chicken and mm. candy chicken stuff so much, man. Yeah. yeah. Candy chicken. It's like general general sows, it's just a different sweet sauce. Who knows? Mall Chinese hits different. That uh, if I wanted to go uh viral on Twitter, I would tweet that. There's no point now. There's no one <laughs> yeah. left on Twitter. I assume. I haven't been on there in a couple of days. Can't you just like pay $8 and get verified as P.F. Chang himself? <laughs> and then tweet that? You gotta be P.F. Chang saying that mall food Peter Faulkner Chang, I assume is his name. <laughs> but yeah, so he he goes viral for just overstacking the two-go thing. It's not by weight then, I assume. Like, it's just a buffet. I think it's get... just him being a cool guy, right? I thought yeah. it was like a worker, is what you were saying. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, it's the worker. I thought it was like a guy, like it was like a one price for a buffet to go. The worker at the Florence, South Carolina 
Magnolia Mall, for those of y'all who know. Hell yeah. Now that's solidarity. Yeah, he's he fills the clamshell up. Okay, so you're a socialist. Uh, tell us the most working class job you've ever had, Connor. Go. I uh, I I worked at a Chick Fil A for the longest time. Whoa. And I spent... He gives okay. off Chick Fil A vibes, right? Though. He does. Yeah, my pleasure. I'll tell you what. Absolutely, my pleasure. Some man threatened to kill me, and uh, at 15, I had my first cigarette at the dumpster behind the Chick Fil A. Wait, they allow were those that connected at stories, or are those separate? Oh, sa- same incident. My my manager was like, "This man threatened to kill this 15 year old boy." I'm gonna give him a cigarette, and now now it's uh it's 11 years later, and I no longer smoke ciggies. I do these little pouches. Me, I worked as a roughneck on an oil field. Oh yeah, yeah. I almost have my associate's degree in welding. Might go back. I for also that am a welder professionally. Oh yeah, yeah. You do MIG or TIG? Uh, also, I'm a trucker. Hell yeah, that's that's the best uh best paying if you're on an ice road. Can we can we talk can we talk anime? A little bit of anime. What's what's the deal with that stuff? Yeah, what's going on? What are they it's like thinking? Japanese cartoons? I think mostly. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's Japanese. I got all that right there. I was reading today. Uh, Spy Family. Oh, he didn't pronounce the X. That's how you know he's a cool guy, not like me when I brought it in. <laughs> oh yeah. Some sometimes you say the X, sometimes you don't. It's fifty fifty. Chapter, chapter. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Super Eye Patch Wolf's most recent video. <laughs> I pronounced the X because it's fucking there. You fucking nerds. <laughs> It's it's Hunter X Hunter. It's Spy Family. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, he was specifically saying that about Hunter X Hunter. So maybe maybe there's a thing there. Oh yeah. But uh, ch- chapter sixty eight point one. Spy Family. Dude's dude's trying to make a cartoon to uh convince his adopted daughter to uh spoilers for the Spy Family readers out there. Yeah, I'm about to say I don't read. Uh sorry. I only watch. We'll we'll get into that. <laughs> but uh, he makes a little cartoon to try to teach his daughter things. And it totally doesn't work. And that's that's the whole history of anime. Anime is a psyop to make the Japanese people have kids. Totally failed. Didn't work. Made them the wrong mm. kind of horny. You think so? I, I think so. Because they were already having like a depopulation crisis or? Yeah, yeah. Naruto is, I mean, he does the shadow clones. That's that's Shinzo Abe saying turn into more people. He does the sexy people. lady. Be a sexy lady turn into more people. You're reading into individual modern TV animes with their plot points are being led by Shinzo Abe. I, I think Shinzo Abe made Grave of the Fireflies and was like, have more kids. Look <laughs> Wait, at these kids. You're going to take a leftist mm. like Miyazaki and accuse him of being part of a right-wing psyop? State propaganda. I, yeah, I, I think anime as have a Have you whole watched is... Porco Rosso? Yeah, yeah, I have. That's a leftist goddamn pig right there. He said, I'd rather be a pig than a fascist. Doesn't Mr. Porco Rosso say, have more kids, guys? Or was that the dub that I watched? (laughs) He says, get to porkin', kids. Yeah. Maybe I watched like a bootleg dub. I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm still in co-chair mode, and I feel the need to plug the book club. Will this this be out before the book club? The people in Charlotte who listen to this all hate leftism. (laughs) But you can plug the book club. No, no. What I just heard was that I am going to be a popular guest on the pod. (laughs) The people in Charlotte who listen to this are my friends who are like, Paul's kind of like weird, but like, he's like, you know, he's our friend. He's a nice guy. People who uh, listen to the podcast on my end are convinced that I'm a rude dude with a toot. So wait, anime, anything else? Cycling? Was it, We were supposed to talk about that? I, I love a bike. I love a bike. Love a good bike. I, I, I can't watch anime anymore. 
because I started reading it. Takes takes too long to watch an episode of Dragon Ball. Have you read Berserk? I really want to, but the uh, the pirated scanlation that I was reading was like mm. not very good. Not very good. And you can only buy copies for like sixty bucks. So yeah, I'm never gonna. Get it is to one of those ones where if you like it though, it's worth. Well, getting Chandler, those, like, if you're listening, Christmas gift potentially, just to keep it in mind. I just real sad stories. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I made Chandler go with me to my first brick and mortar place that sold manga in and New York when you were visiting, right? In the in the big Snapple itself, and. uh <laughs> I, I bought three books there. Wait, are we getting a big Snapple fact right now about your visit? Uh, here's a big Snapple fact. We walked from the Lower East Side to uh, one uh, one other borough, and I bought some manga. And Chandler said, I'm never coming here with you again. I love you, but this is too much. And she was mm. right. She was right. She shouldn't indulge me in my manga. And I'm not going to pronounce it manga. Just not. There's actually a silent Z. It's Zanga. Zanga. Did you get a body pillow while you were there? I did not, but mm. there was a Hatsune Miku figure with a bicycle, and I was like, you know, ooh, let's let's talk regional gas stations. What you got over there? Y'all got Quick Trip? Nah, no QTs. You got Wawa? No Wawas. That's a, that's like a northeast thing, right? What you what you working with on the best coast? We're working on uh, what do we got over here? We got Shell. Uh, we got Seven Eleven. We got Arco. Uh, those are the ones that I frequent. Uh, nothing, nothing cool. Nothing unique in any way. Yeah, Love no places that also sell barbecue or whatever. The brisket tacos at Quick Trip are uh, pretty fucking mm. good. Is this a swearing podcast? Yeah. Oh yeah, media roundup. Do you all know uh Charlie XCX? Yes, Vroom Vroom. Yeah. Uh. Now, now, there's this uh, 13 minute long song that I've been really, really into lately. It's called Basketball Shoes. It's by a band called uh, Black Country New Road, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a it's a 13 minute long song that just ends in a cacophonous screaming about a wet dream that the lead singer had about Charlie XCX. Is that from Ants from Up There, or is that from an earlier thing? That's from Ants from Up There, but it was their uh, end of show song for the longest time. A couple months ago, I asked Isabel, I was like, oh, have you heard of this band? They're getting a lot of like hype right now, Black Country, Old Road. And she went, yeah, of course I know them. And I felt so ashamed. I was like, oh, I just heard about them. I, 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 I was into them because while I was in New York, uh, there was a TikTok that was like Isaac Wood working at the Jersey Mike's on 76 and 3rd. And everybody was like, oh, you got to go see him make sandwiches now that he quit the band. And yeah oh well yeah i got hella dissed for not knowing who or for thinking that i discovered something she was like everybody's yeah. into them and i was like oh i'm sorry i'm not gonna lie that is a big l for you on that one that was a big l i took the l have you heard of this band called the Beatles? the boys <laughs> from liverpool <laughs> i actually have never heard a beatles song oh this is gonna be like that movie where the guy pretends to rediscover the beatles after they've been erased from people's memories i'm gonna be like hey jude and you could be like oh my god paul you're incredible Paul, what is that song? Who's Jude? <laughs> the curse of Paul being the one person who knows the song and singing them, Hey Jude. <laughs> I I do like in that movie that there were other people who remembered the Beatles, but they just couldn't sing. There were two other people, yeah. Yeah. Wait, is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, big yeah. Russian dude and a non-big Russian hey, dude. Hey Jude. Yeah, like little British woman. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Susan Boyle. It's a horrible movie. Do not watch it. Uh, underappreciated band, uh, Brave Little Abacus. Okay. I've heard them described mm-hmm. as a SpongeBob core. If, okay. I, if you're if you're into the Midwest emo scene, check out Brave Little oh. Abacus. Okay, so like a modern baseball type, uh, American football type beat. It's it's a little bit more mathy. Yeah. What what's y'all's media roundup? What 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 have you been what have you been into? I don't have anything this week, Adrian. I mean, I've been listening to more RX Poppy. That's about mm-hmm. it. Uh, I got a new YouTube video from Carlos Mazza. The guy comes out of the woodwork to put out a fucking video for once. And then uh, Spindrift Sparkling Water with Fruit. It's pretty good. You should drink it. I don't know if we're ever going to do a sparkling water episode, but uh, spoiler alert, easily my favorite. It's the uh, most Ooh, natural tasting. Classic Perrier out of a glass bottle. No, 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 no. They're coming out with new flavors. I'm trying the pineapple one right now. Oh, delicious. Mm. As long as we can all agree Bubbly is a bullshit product. Oh, I agree. 100%. Wait, Bubbly's got the caffeinated sparkling waters, don't they? No, that's <sighs> aha. Go home, Connor. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm an aha boy. Okay, that's respectable at least. I can respect you as a man for that. I like caffeination. That's that's my whole Mio thing lately. Or uh... Wait, Paul, isn't that like your big thing? Is like hating water additives are so strongly sold to Americans. It's like, why can't you just drink water? Or is, this is that one of my things? I could imagine me having made that point. I've kind of yeah, forgotten Yeah, I think it. multiple times. Either that or I know, I don't know who else in my life would have that point. Connor, this is going to be cut out, but just a little behind the scenes for you. I say a lot of shit on this podcast and then I forget it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's that's me with Twitter. Like you just you just get it out of the brain. Should I ask Connor questions about uh, so you're a Winthrop boy? I, I am a Winthrop boy. I was and you uh, went to school for welding. I almost graduated high school with an associate's degree in welding. Hmm. My uh, my. Number one, number one college said, uh, you can't come here. You got bad vision and a crooked spine. So uh, I said, okay, I'm going to be a welder. And then the day of my high school graduation, uh, West Florence High School, go Knights. I decided I'll apply to Winthrop. They've got low standards. <laughs> got in, full ride baby. Lost that there shit first semester. Didn't go to class. Oof. I was kind of sad. But uh, yeah, Winthrop, they gave me almost two degrees. And there, uh, Wait, what happened well. there? You didn't go to class. You know, you know, you ever been sad? Yeah. Sometimes you just don't go to class. Makes sense, man. I I feel you. Yeah, my first semester grades were down the poo poo toilet and uh, lost that full ride. Kept going though. Kept going. Did you? Uh, were you still living with your parents at that point? No, I I was living with the coolest man in the world who uh, kept finding animal skeletons and bringing them into our dorm room. We had, we had a we had a bird, we had a squirrel, and they stunk like shit because they were dead animals. Yeah. I I don't get it. Why the animal skeletons? Why was Sasuke Uchiwa bringing those home? <laughs> <laughs> this 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 was a Columbia boy down by Airport High School who was bringing home animal skeletons, hmm. and uh. I don't know why he wanted them. I think he wanted. I think he just wanted to have cool skeletons. Skellingtons. <laughs> you wanted yeah. Jack Skellingtons. <laughs> yeah, he wanted a squirrel Jack Skellington. He wanted a bird Jack Skellington. But yeah, yeah, Winthrop served me very well. There was a designated smoking areas on campus, and uh, girls with the lowest standards in the world cut that. 
Cut that. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Adrian. Mm-hmm. Connor asked me before we started this podcast, I don't get the whole Steve Harvey thing. Can you help me explain it to him? Is there is there an excuse for the whole Steve Harvey thing? Or? I, I would go more broad and say, imagine if America had a problematic uncle that everyone got to have and, like, make fun of. <laughs> But who was also, like, kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> he is kind of a talented comedian, but he's also, like, a bad person fundamentally. Yeah, but you kind of still like him still. <laughs> he's a fun uncle yeah. with bad opinions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And big suits. We all got one of those. <laughs> yeah. Big old pants. Yeah. yeah. Connor's pants fit him too well. I can't respect them. Steve Harvey? Big pants. Well, he's got that glow up now. Oh, yeah, he does dress hip now. Am I thinking of Drew Carey, or did Steve Harvey also, like, slim down a bunch? I don't know if he slimmed down as much as just started wearing better-fitting clothes. That's that's a good point. Like, it's it's all in the fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, if you follow my Twitter, what I retweet a lot of is Steve Harvey looking good in his new fits. Those are legitimately, like, there's no irony to that. I think they're all really good outfits. Yeah? Yeah. They're uh, they're uh, loud, but they're well they're well curated. Okay. Just inspo, baby. Now, now, now. Can you can you verbally describe? Can we can we pause real quick and pull up a good Steve Harvey and get like a description of the outfit? You know, that's more a visual bit. I don't know how much uh, podcast value there is in us discussing mm-hmm. a Steve Harvey outfit. I I'm dedicated to pushing the limits of a medium. Uh, that's that's the kind of stuff Damn. I'm in. I'm not gonna hold you back, Connor. I think you know what's best. <laughs> I, I've been on a podcast. <laughs> I think this is the episode where we should insert 30 minutes of static into the middle of it, too. Oh, we're going to be a Chance the Rapper song. Yeah, it really pushed the medium forward. Did y'all, did y'all see that stuff that Chance was liking on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, was he doing like, he was liking like no names tweets again that are all communist? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cooler <laughs> stuff. Let's get, let's get back to Steve Harvey. Paul always adds an R to it, and I don't know why. I don't know how your ears work. <laughs> Adrian, I'm sending you the link. Let's discuss it. Uh, if you guys want to find this, it's called Harlem, New York, posted to Steve Harvey's Twitter. Is that leather pants? I think so. Mm-hmm. How, how many rings does he have on? Is that just one ring? On his left hand, ring. so that's a wedding band. He's married to the game. Does he usually accessorize with lots of, lots of rings, or is he all, all in the clothes? Honestly, this new, like, hip Steve Harvey has been a recent development. Previously, he just kind of wore traditional big suits as if he was, like, an old-timey mobster. Okay. Mm. Yeah? Or it, a ska band? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if we're keeping any of this part of no, the this, podcast. This, this is just for me. I, I need to get the Steve this Harvey. This is off-pod, Adrian. We're just talking about Steve Harvey to talk about Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah, hey. Favorite pastime. I, it's just not clicking with me. I don't. Wait, you don't think that's a fly outfit? Fly God Junior, baby. Are you kidding me, Connor? I don't. I don't know. I don't All know. right, we've already mentioned her slightly, but you've got a you've got a fashion GF. I feel like we need to know what she thinks. <sighs> yeah, yeah. She she's used to getting called and asked to give her opinion <laughs> about things that she about things like Steve Harvey's outfit. Yeah, she often gets mm. late night calls from you. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, I, I've 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 sent her like extremely edited Blink One Eighty Two One Eighty Two songs, where it just says like "Hello there" a thousand times, 
and and she plays ball but uh i think i think her big thing on this is none of that looks vintage none of that looks thrifted steve harvey's not in the bins he's not at the goodwill yeah he but you got time for that he pays he, people to do that yeah he's still dressing fly it's you think there's one access upon which a person can dress well, and it's upon the vintage quality of their outfits? No. No, I... You can I'll... only dress like field medic, otherwise you're not looking fly. <laughs> That's exactly why I was in Philadelphia. I was in Silly <laughs> Philly for my boy field medic, and... Oh, okay, nice. Everybody had uh, had on the, the Dickies 874s. Love an 874. Everybody was wearing their Bomba socks, code... Uh, What's the code? What's your y'all's code? For Big Bombas? facts, no cap twenty. Big, Big facts, facts no cap twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, for... for twenty free pairs of socks if you buy one <laughs> oh, pair. Oh, it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> y'all got the good Bombas hookup. <laughs> Please bleep Bombas. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, I like, I like, I like Steve's fits. Yee yee. Y'all had yee yee boys, right? We had. We had what? Bows. You have bows, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was the equivalent of that. Yeah, our bows were yee yee boys. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, they I, they said yee 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 yee. I said they. I bet they said a couple other words too. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're talking anything else? Or are we going to the article? Yeah. Do you want to go first or second, Adrian? Is there anything left that I'm curious to know about Connor? The last question I asked led to a very sad story, so I'm kind of hesitant to ask anything else. Um, <laughs> Uh, do you want to say anything more about your uh, GF? Is this serious? Do you worry that her uh, big interest in fashion is counter-revolutionary? Whew. You you have hit upon a rich, rich vein. So she's one of those uh, vintage resellers. You, you mm. know those? Mm-hmm. Go, going to the estate sales, getting the stuff. Every friend group has a vintage reseller. And if you don't know the one in your group, you are the vintage <laughs> reseller. You know what I mean? Are, are you losing time? Are, do you... Can you not account for hours of your day? <laughs> Have you been going to estate sales without your knowledge? Are you getting a thousand notifications a day from Etsy? Mm. You might be a vintage reseller. Uh, if you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she likes she likes to find the old Victorian Edwardian stuff. So it's it's not like she's stealing from a hype beast or a. Mm. That would honestly be better. They should have nothing. They got to get the bricks that say the company name on them. Know about the Supreme bricks. I didn't know any other company had done that. Oh, yeah. There's the Carhartt. There's Waka Flocka's company. Brick Squad. Yeah. Let's let's talk about girlfriend. We're, what we're talking about is do we want a Brooklyn-style jo- daughter or do we want a Philly-style daughter? Ooh. Which is terrible haircut daughter or eating disorder You see, daughter? this is a question for white people. I think me and Adrian both want a foreign-style daughter. What? Yeah. What's a foreign style daughter? I mean, having a Mumbai daughter. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all talk RRR on the pod? Neither no, of us have not seen yet. it. Okay. Yeah. RRR is not a very podcastable movie because you have to say RRR. <laughs> nope. If you're a Spanish man, that's how you say it. Yeah, triple R. Triple R. Rise, roar, revolt. Oh, I mean that's an that's an anime right there. But that's that's a. That's a different episode. We can't talk RRR. I don't know what we're talking at this point. We went girlfriends to RRR. Yeah, RR I was going to say, Connor's very, uh, I don't, I don't want to like, uh, you know, you're not supposed to diagnose people with anything. Do you have any kind of attention deficit disorders? Sure <laughs> you do. You don't need to share your medical conditions on pod. Oh, do you guys make those uh, white Russians? Uh, Irish, Irish coffees. coffees. Very milky cup of coffee. Yeah, your name. 
Yay. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, the, the criticism I get most often is that I speak entirely in non sequiturs. Like, I, I never completely finish a thought. And mm. sometimes I talk about things in like a Mad Lib style sense. Like, uh, like I'm just throwing in random words about bicycles, about anime. I'll, I'll talk about Sasuke and he's always like, Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. What's the gear ratio? Uh, what kind of brakes you're running on that bad boy? I like calling things bad boys. Yeah. Connor's a bit of a rude dude with a toot. That's why we had him on the pod. I think bike, I think bike stands aren't very kawaii. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm a big anti-bike stand. Like, you have a bike or stand kickstand, in your I think house. That's, yes. uh, yeah, kickstand. Uh, <laughs> kickstand, yeah, that's a big thing in the fixie community. Yeah. yeah. And then asking what your gear ratio is, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Flashbacks. Adrian's already described it on pod, but he once had his collarbone broken by a hit and run. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's some good Technically, crime. it was me bracing my fall. That's how you break your collarbone. I yeah, was yeah, hit yeah. by a car. I've been hit multiple times by cars doing right on reds. Uh, we hate right on reds, mm. but uh, only only had injuries from catching myself. So I've just gotta gotta go limp, gotta go yep. limp, just ragdoll. Coming to a ball, turn turn it, you ball up. Wait, can I ask really quick? Like, so you're co-chair of DSA. I assume that takes some amount of time, but that's not your like day job, right? Like, what do you what do you do for uh, for your day job? Uh, for my day job, I uh I keep I I count trash. I work for a uh, plastic recycling company. We've never talked about oh, this before. That's, that's news cool. to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a little spreadsheet and I say uh, there are this many pounds of trash and we have uh, we got to consume this much trash to make this much not trash. And yeah, every few months I go up to Fayetteville and uh, I wade around in the puddles Ooh. of trash and try and find J. Cole. <laughs> Is J. Cole trash? He's from Fayetteville. No, he's from Fayetteville. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although, also, kind of my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, the degree that Grin- that Winthrop gave me was a uh, accounting. They did not give me the philosophy degree. Mm. But uh, my lovely little spreadsheet job lets me do DSA stuff almost eight hours a day. Wow. I get to always be looking at Slack for work and Slack for DSA. I get to look at spreadsheets that I made for DSA and spreadsheets that I made for work. And uh, I mean, you you know, you're about to have the strike tomorrow. You you know, spreadsheets are important for organizing. Yep, and it's, yep, yep. Lots it's, of spreadsheets. Yeah, it's a contentious issue. A lot of people want to say like, you can't be organizing in spreadsheets. It's all it's all door to door. It's all organizing conversations. But if your spreadsheets aren't in order, how are you going to know who to? If you're organizing 48,000 workers? Oh, yeah. Oh, Wait, yeah. how big is your strike, Adrian? How big is the strike? Is it 48,000 workers? That's how many students are technically have, are on strike, but whether or not they're actually going to be on the picket line, who knows? Okay. And who knows how many people are going to That's scab. a big strike, man. Is it is it the yeah. whole UC system, or is it just Yeah, Davis? all 10 campuses. Connor, you're familiar with the format of the show, right? Give me a summary like I am a dumb baby bitch. Okay, so we've done the first segment, which is chopping it up and doing bullshit, mm-hmm. introducing the theme. Second segment is going to be Paul's article, where he's going to read a question, and we're going to answer it together and comment on the question. And it's going to be about you. Comment on the answer. Me. And then I'm going to bring in an article. We're going to do the same thing, and then we're going to do a third segment to close it out, and then we'll each give a big fact no cap at the end of it. Let's go. I'm going to get, I'm going to get into my, uh, my teacher mode. Does that make sense to everyone? Does anyone have questions? On, on a scale of one to five, it makes five amount of sense. 
Also, Adrian, you've got to okay. be striking tomorrow. Get out of your teacher mode. You're not allowed to All do right, any more right. TAing. <laughs> no right, teaching. Right. Dear Prudence, help. My the only TA I'm going to be working on tomorrow is tits and ass. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're a cute striker girl, watch out. Adrian's coming. Or a cute striker boy. I always do buy erasure on Adrian, and I need to stop it. If you're a cute you striker do. boy, watch out. You do. Help. Dear Prudence, help. My sister thinks I should give up a promotion to continue being her free babysitter. Wait, what was this thematically? Yeah, uh, because thematically, it's Connor's always talking about uh, tenant strikes. So I thought <laughs> we would start with a one-ant strike. Somebody who doesn't want to talk about their knees. I, I am always talking about how reproductive labor is, uh, is an unorganized sect of labor and uh, I, I don't really get it i'm always like connor i don't get why 10 ants need to strike <laughs> like I, I get it if you have a niece you don't want to work for free but i don't get why like 10 ant strikes are so important yeah i have people in my lab who study ants and I, whenever i'm thinking about them not doing work i'm always like what if 10 of them didn't do work and we had a 10 ants <laughs> well you know i come from a business background and they say the 80 20 rule so 20 percent of your ants are doing 80 percent of the work and if you have I can't remember what the name. That's a negative binomial distribution. Connor, I'm going to be honest with you. This bit was for you to correct me so I could go to the real article. <laughs> <laughs> so you, stop playing a lock. No, no. I, I Stop playing a lock. I'm always going to yes and. The 80-20 rule is I know that from disease ecology. <laughs> you Okay. No, but Paul, that's the wrong article. <laughs> Paul, you're a fucking idiot. And we hate you. <laughs> You see how you're supposed to do this? Paul? <laughs> Silly Paul. Paul, I didn't realize you had as many brain cells as you did hair follicles. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh, my bad. I thought 10 ant strikes were about 10 aunts striking. <laughs> I guess I will go to a different article. Quickly find one. Okay, we have flipsidegaming.com. <gasps> Gaming? Connor, do you stand for the uh, most oppressed class gamers? I do. I do. So this is an advice column for even more oppressed than gamers. Card gamers for Magic <laughs> the Gathering fans. Goddamn. Oh, no. It's Dear Ryan on Flipside Gaming. Hello there. My name is Judith Walker, and my son recently started playing the game that your advice column is about, Magic the Gathering. Oof. I just had a couple questions as a concerned parent. First of all, what is it exactly that you're gathering? Magic? What kind of magic? Is this witchcraft? Also, is this game Wait, is he just doing his type 5? <laughs> <laughs> also, is this game appropriate? Magic the Gathering? What are they gathering? Because it's definitely not bitches, I'll tell you what. <laughs> also, is this game appropriate for my little Johnny? There are some scary not pictures that our local pastor. pastor is worried could drive him to Satan. Scary not the local pastor. <laughs> Any advice you can offer would be great. Sincerely, Judith Walker. Signed, Judith Walker. He put his na full legal name three times in this article. That's how you know he's serious about this issue. Wait, I thought the second thing was still supposed to be housing. What is what is, what is this connection? <laughs> Connor loves card games, my man. We're, oh, okay. I'm very recently into card games, and it's, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem so far, so I can... Mm very much relate to the satanic drive to get the cards with the big numbers and the scary pictures mm. so you, you, like a dark magician girl oh, 
Can you imagine if your dark magician girl took only like one mana to summon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, my bedroom would never be empty. I, you would be, you would have too many dark magician girls. Which, personally, I believe no such thing. No such thing. I don't know. During No Nut November, does the pod follow it? Uh, spiritually. Spiritually, not literally, because Adrian's a damn dirty dog. We believe in we believe in the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, there's nutting, and then there's nutting. You know right? what I mean? Yeah. I honestly yeah. don't. Can both of you guys expand <laughs> on this theory? <laughs> this is like, and actually, I guess this relates to this weirdly religious column. I remember <laughs> my neighbor in front of me one time asking his mom because one of his friends from church was talking about how he had a masturbation problem. <laughs> and so he asked his mom and he was like, from like a Christian perspective, if you like masturbate, but you don't like think about anything lustful, like, does that still count? And his mom was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not, I guess. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. That, that's one of my top 10 conversations between a son and a mom about masturbating <laughs> uh, yeah. let's run them down number nine I, I think it's a stay on no not november <laughs> obviously because this column was about magic the gathering but we should really hone in on no not november for some reason yeah absolutely <laughs> No, no, let, let's let's get back to Magic the Gathering. Yeah, what? Uh, let me pull the column back up to make sure we stay on theme. Ma- so wait, the pastor's just looking up Magic the Gathering card images? Absolutely. What do you what do you think the job? Well, you are Protestant, so you would know. I, I do not know yeah. what pastors do. Um, I did, when I was in elementary school, go to a Baptist church, uh, and they specifically outlawed Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I had before that been playing the game with a guy named Brock Nicoletti, the uh epitome of the epitome of middle of school middle cool. school cool yeah absolutely. and he didn't play he moved by the to rules. georgia after middle school but i still remember him so starkly as the <laughs> coolest kid at middle school you could not be cooler than brock nicoletti he did not play by the rules he played Yu-Gi-Oh by the stars are what matter and if you have more stars than the other thing you can kill the other thing and so i remember my wait, wait, sister wait. really hyping me up after he's correct yeah, that's true that's true. Um, and so my sister really wanted me to beat him because she was hyping me up about it because I was feeling down about it. And so I was going to bring a deck, even though it was outlawed. And I told him to bring his deck and that we would <laughs> duel the next uh, day. And her idea of how to be really good at Yu-Gi-Oh was to have the biggest deck possible. <laughs> yes. So she stacked like a hundred cards into my pocket. And I get into church like Wednesday night and I'm like ready to duel Brock Nicoletti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of my cards just sputter out of my fucking pocket. <laughs> just go everywhere. And they're like, Adrian, did you bring Yu-Gi-Oh cards? We explicitly said they're not allowed. And I was like, no, man, those are mine. <laughs> oh my god (laughs) this is a literal pocket spaghetti moment shout out to chance pocket spaghetti i never got to beat rock nicoletti at yukio like when i saw (laughs) i saw older friends from my travel soccer team at books a million saturday morning to play Yu-Gi-Oh, and they did the same thing where they were like Oh, I'm playing this card. I used to go to Books a Million on Saturday mornings for Yu-Gi-Oh! too. I wonder if we ever crossed (laughs) paths. I'm playing this card in face down attack mode. And I was like, that's not a thing. And they were like, yeah, it is. That's how we play. Shut up. (laughs) We're older than you. You're a bitch. (laughs) You are a bitch. House rules for card games with like 
really strict systems kicks ass. You gotta have yeah. house how did, rules. How did you guys do the uh, free parking space in Monopoly? <laughs> the most contentious. I uh, in a elementary school competitive swim team. In between, in between your turn to swim the laps, we would play a uh, Beyblade. And one kid... Oh, shit. Let it rip. Let it rip. One kid got banned from swim team because he taped a knife to his Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> he taped a gun and then shot another kid. Yeah, he he set it on a timer and it was like to kill a sacred deer. He was just like, I'm going to let it spin and we'll see what happens. Uh, so, so Judith Judith Walker's kid is going down Satan's path, but it is absolutely the correct path, and we will welcome him to Charlotte Metro DSA in like six years. Wait, Paul, do you not have any answer or any stories about stuff like this? <laughs> this is actually bringing in our boy. This is bringing back in our boy Sasuke Uchiwa. <laughs> Dude, Sasuke Uchiwa. Which is all over this motherfucker. For some podcast. reason, he had Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And he convinced- Because his dad, he, he was born in Japan. His dad was overseas. He convinced uh, me they were more rare than regular Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So I traded him some mm. really good cards for a full deck of Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And honestly, I don't regret it. Th- those Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh cards were really cool to look at. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, his pet cat was named Sasuke Uchiwa. Whatever, like, he had a couple of uh, pets that were named after the Japanese names. Also, I remember trading my Buster Blader holographic card for Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on the 64, and I think I came out way better on that deal. No, that is a really good deal. The thing is, Judas Kid should not be playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah, not, not nearly scary enough cards. They're pretty well drawn. Shouldn't be playing it. He should be playing a deck builder video game. You should mm. never talk to another human being. That would save Judas money because when it's digital, you spend way less money. Absolutely. Wait, cards. can he not do what my old roommates used to do, which is that they allowed a set price limit on the card's value and then you could just print out pictures of it put it onto a card cardboard thing and then use that to play the game so that you can have whatever cards you want that seems when you're drawing from the deck that seems really easy to know when your good cards are coming up because you'd see them they're cardboard that's a really good point because it would be different than the other cards no 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 that's the only way they played is like they printed out like the thing and all the cards were cardboard Yeah, yeah, they didn't spend any money on it. They just set like a price limit of like, hell yeah, man. If they were were making here's here's the limit of what you are allowed to spend based on the current value. Print out your things. Other question: Are you gonna suggest that he does a blue deck or like a black deck or what? What are you? What are you suggesting? I, I'm, I'm trying to pull from my knowledge. Connor is like a Zerg gathering. Rush type Magic I, I am, the Gathering player. He's a Rushes type. Yeah, he's a Zerg. He's a Zerg Rushes. He's a Zerg Rushes type. <laughs> the the only thing that I care about in games, period, is making the number big. As long as the number gets big, it's a good deck. And and if you're if you're relying on like just a huge number of cards bad deck you gotta have one card does a bunch of numbers so many numbers and i'm also anti-math so i'm telling judith and judith's kid just just play deck builder video games just just buy the four dollar card game online you don't have to make friends you don't have to talk to other people you don't have to buy cards. You don't cards. have to build any sense of community or <laughs> no. connection with your fellow man. Yeah, absolutely. As as a socialist organizer, I am saying, uh, look at screens. Do not talk to other people. Stay in your apartment. That's what I say. Screens and zines, baby. That's all I spend my time doing. Yeah. Get, get two monitors. Get three monitors, even. 
and uh, mm. just play deck building games. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really curious what uh, Judas Pastor has to say about about Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I don't know why you guys keep thinking the pastor's involved. There's no pastor here. There's... I don't know why you're saying you guys. That's just Connor. I'm a professional. I understood the question. No, 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 no. There, there's always a mom and a pastor and a son. That's that's just the way of things. Isn't a it? mom and a pastor and a son enter a bar. <laughs> Ouch. I don't know what that was supposed to imply, but I'm offended. Uh, <laughs> Do y'all know the pink ping pong ball story? Oh gosh, it's 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 a classic anti joke. It's a it's a kind of story that you can riff off of for like forty five minutes an hour. Hey, let's get into it. That's content. That's tent, baby. <laughs> I was gonna say the opposite. I don't want to edit forty five minutes <laughs> of extra content. It's still on you. It's still your half. <laughs> From what I know about Audacity, you can just select that forty five minutes and cut it. That is mostly how I do any segment where Adrian's talking. And we're back. How did y'all like the pink ping pong ball story? Good good use of two hours? After hearing that story, I'm going to work a night and day to get you removed from Charlotte Metro DSA Steering Committee. Yeah, as you It has now become my lifelong goal to make sure no, that Paul no does socialist... this. He says he was going to get me institutionalized last episode. He's just a reactionary. Um, okay. Dear Judith Walker. According to a modern invention called the internet, don't check it out if you can't handle magic. You're definitely not ready for memes. Witchcraft is defined as the practice of magic, especially black magic, the use of spells and the invocation of spirits. Black is one of the central five colors of magic. You have to practice to get good, and the entire game consists of casting spells. So yes, magic is witchcraft. To answer some of your other questions, we gather once a week around 7pm on Fridays, after grabbing sandwiches at Panera Bread in a dark, dank basement to practice our witchcraft. Four times a year, when new spells and spirits are released, we gather at midnight instead. Generally, we don't sacrifice too many living things, though there are some among us who specialize in casting only spells that involve sacrifice. As for the scary pictures, if you're concerned that your son is so fragile and unstable to become a Satan worshiper after seeing a goofy picture of a demon, I strongly recommend getting him professional help. Overall, of all the hobbies your son could fall into, magic isn't that bad. It's more expensive and more addictive than most drugs, but it won't generally kill you unless you play your lands in front of your creatures. Am I right? Am I right, Connor? Unless you play your lands in front of your creatures. That's funny. I get it. I totally get what he means. I hear that's just asking for a tire slashing. I gotta beg to differ. I think Judith is absolutely ready for memes. Y'all know those little yellow guys who wear the overalls? You, you heard? The mignon? Mignon? Mignon. Yeah. I, I think Judith is ready for some I think she's ready for guys. some chuggy memes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I, I need a glass of wine. Am I right, guys? Is that what, is that what minions say? Oh, live, love, laugh? Live, love, laugh. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love? Laugh, love, love. Yeah, Paul, don't do it in the wrong order. I, I think Judith is ready for the internet. I think she can get on Facebook. I think she can see some memes. I think her son should absolutely stop playing Magic the Gathering Ooh. and start playing Slay the Spire. Ooh. Maybe Monster Train. Ooh. Yeah. Go go straight to hell on the Monster Train. I'm 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 all for it. It's cheap. Wait, is go straight to hell kind of like go straight to jail for Monopoly, but like something that happens on the Monster Train video game? On the Monster Train video game, uh, you do want to go straight to hell. Oh my god, I'm so confused, man. This makes no sense. This is a card game, not a video game. 
they got both now. Uh, to speak very seriously on that advice, I didn't like how he was trying to be a funny guy. That's our job. He should have uh, made it explicit that magic is not a satanic game, that it's actually, if anything, the opposite. Uh, you know how like Satanism is about like sex, drugs, and rock and roll? Playing magic is about not getting laid, bad music, and no money for drugs. Adrian, thoughts? Have you tried soccer? Have you tried doing like a thing that gets you outside? <laughs> like a thing that, you know, gets you in a team building exercise type thing. Yeah. You know, they got sports where you're all alone. It's called bike. Perfect segue into our next column. Here we go. This is Gear Prudence. This is the uh, Washington, D.C.'s uh, cycling version of an advice column. Um, it's now defunct, but this is from December 11th, 2017. Here we go. Why do so many people assume that riding a bike means you're a liberal, and how do I get them to stop? Gear Prudence. I'm new to D.C., and here's something I don't get and don't like. Because I ride my bike everywhere, people I meet always think that I must be a liberal. Parentheses. I'm a conservative Republican. And parentheses. And an environmentalist. Open parentheses. Not at all. Close parentheses. Why do so many people here assume that riding a bike automatically means you're a lib? And how do I get them to stop? Making assumptions greats again. A.K.A. MAGA. Connor, I know if I know anything about you, it's that you're the biggest lib to give advice to conservatives. Yeah. As a lib, you love to give advice to conservatives how to not look like libs. I I think the big thing is the most important thing while riding a bike isn't isn't how fast you're going. It's how fast you look like you're going. (laughs) Zoom, zoom, zoom. (laughs) Zoom, zoom, zoom. And that means spandex, lycra, uh, other stretchy fabrics. I don't know a third one. So you get you get your lycra jersey, slap a Punisher skull on there. Ooh. Ooh. You you can get a worker in a third world country to put any old image on a cycling jersey for you for like fifty bucks. You can you can slap a Punisher skull in there, you can get a thin blue line Punisher. Well no no, skull. he says he rides his bike everywhere though. He's supposed to be in uniform, just going to the pub, going to work, going to groceries. Honestly? Adrian, if you're not aerodynamic, you're not really going. Like, Oof. like you can get to the place and you can get there. Like, you know, I'm from like the cycling they're... capital of the country, or not? I'm not from, but I currently live in like the sap, uh, the cycling capital of the country. Oh yeah, I mean, classic California attitude that somehow they are the capital of the country. They honestly think that us South Carolina boys don't matter at all. That only Davis You mean that place the where there's no bike lanes and everyone honks at you and throws things at you for cycling as opposed to the place yeah, where it's maybe... entirely flat and literally like most people bike to do everything? Adrian, but th- you see, that's it. That's exactly that sort of California liberal attitude. You guys want it to be easy. Out here, you gotta want it. Hey, don't, call, don't fucking call me a lib, Paul. If you do that again, I'm gonna, it's on site next time I see you. <laughs> Yeah, you're out there in Sacramento. You got Davis. your Zach Gallardos. You got your third or fourth type of cyclist. You you think they're not putting their ride to the grocery store on Strava? You think oh, they're not yeah, competing brother. for PBs? Okay, they're getting the PB. They're getting the local legend on their ride to Wegmans. Is that is no, that your grocery that's store? That's not us. <laughs> we're going to Safeway and Safemart. Yeah, that's where we're getting our scrabbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get the local legend. You got to get the PB, the king of the mountain on your ride to uh, Safeway. You got to be arrow. 
you got to have a good gear ratio. So you got to be in Lycra. You got to be in clipless shoes. You got to be clomping around in the grocery oh, store. Okay, you're going clipless too. You're not doing straps. I, I'm, I'm assuming that this guy in a DC Wait, is. Connor, are you doing straps? I'm straps. Oh, I mean, I'm straps and I'm. Okay. All right. Dude, I'm not I got a joke. Cane. Connor's a real biker. Every time I tried to ride his bikes, it's scary, man. It hurt. It's scary. <laughs> it hurt, he riding his, his bike. Bi- his bike seats are so high up, and his tires are so thin, man. It hurt. It scared me. He's a tall boy. So, so I, I've I've got the Strava segment closest to my apartment, and I've been trying for months to get the KOM on there. Mm. I've been taking I've been taking the bike with straps. I lost a bunch of weight. I made my bike. $500 more expensive. And let me just say, you wouldn't be able to tell. He looks just as big as ever. <laughs> I, I'm a big boy. I'm a big, big old boy. I got I got big legs. I got pedal mashers. I got street stompers. But uh, I mean, some sometimes you take out the road bike. You stop riding fixed. You stop riding straps and you start riding clipless. You you say I want to coast today. I wanna I wanna have multiple gears. Mm. I wanna take the KO. I out. wanna like use a car as like a aerodynamic uh, boomerang or what's the thing that you do? <laughs> oh, you're, I'm drafting. Oh, you're the drafting. Cars. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm drafting the SUVs. I'm riding brakeless. If they stop, I rear end them. Can't stop. Don't can't want stop, to either. Stop. That's a yeah. can't stop. Like Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh, bro. Brakeless. Big shout outs to Premium Rush. Uh, JGL is a is a hero. This feels so I, insular. I, I don't know what the, who this conversation is for. <laughs> it sounds like you and Connor both know what's going on. I'm confused. <laughs> no, no, no. Paul, Paul, Paul I, I heard that audience like... number. I, I heard like, your audience I just want to. I want to be a part of this. Can I talk about something? <laughs> yeah, you know when you ring your bell and you have your tassels on your bike and you're riding around. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's so cool. And then you have like a little baguette coming out of the bathroom. You know, you know when you quit riding your bike because you hit a parked car while you're out with your friends. (laughs) I told that story on pod, so everybody is uh, in on this. Everybody, all one hundred people are in on this. You know the embarrassing thing? Same spot that Paul hit the parked car. I broke my dang old wrist. You see, it's hard to bike there. It's not my fault. Mm. Charlotte's well, hostile well, to bikers. Why are you doing and the, like the the black slope instead of the bunny hill or whatever? I don't know, man. The you black know diamond like to go slope to or whatever. Double diamonds. Yeah. yeah, I I was I was four four or five beers deep. But even when we them. went in your neighborhood, I think I just realized that like biking isn't as easy as it was for me when I was in middle and high school. Like it's just gotten harder. It's it's your legs forget. It's not like riding. It's a not bike. like riding a you bike. That's forget. the crazy thing about riding a bike. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you can't stop riding a bike. And if you have stopped riding a bike, you should. I you should never ride. I again. just had a long issue where the bike that I bought is a geared bike, and it's the first time that I've ridden anything non-fixed in in my adulthood. Mm-hmm. And like I was riding it, and I would get these like snaps every time that I was putting any pressure on the bike. And I talked to Tin and he was like, no, that's how it works. It's like a, you know, it's like a, it's like a manual car. You have to like switch your gears as you go. And I was like, no, that's, an... and I talked to my undergrad and thankfully my undergrad uh, works at a bike shop and like knows all these things. He was like, send me a picture of your bike of like your back gear and stuff like that. And I was like, here's what it looks like. Is this informative? And he's like, yeah, that shit's fucked up. You got to come in here and like get this, stuff, get this stuff fixed. And now it's working great. You, you had some derailleur issues. I had a very loose chain and a very worn out gear. 
I bought it from a guy who kind of okay. like buys and sells and flips uh, old bikes. That's that's chill. Yeah, the Davis huh. economy is ninety percent bikes, as well as the Davis criminal economy. <laughs> economy. Really? Yeah, the biggest crime in Davis is bike theft. How, how's how's our question asker? How do they convey that they they hate Obama? Obama. Obama. Also, I love how like we. I just realized when you said that that we've gone thirty minutes without addressing the question at all. <laughs> I, I'm 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 a pro. I'm trying to get us back on topic. Okay, so thank you very much because so how do you address this question? How do you let people know you're not a liberal just because you ride your bike everywhere? Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta like strap a gun to your bike. Mm. You got a top tube. That's you can strap an AR-15 on there. Why not? I mean, people do a bunch of, like, bumper stickers and stuff. Like, why wouldn't you do a little, like... And we do assume this person's worried about being a liberal because they're a far lefty. They're, like, a gun-carrying socialist, and they're worried about people thinking that they're just a stupid liberal. No, they uh, explicitly stated they're conservative. <sighs> you see, this is why I need to listen better. <laughs> no, 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 no. You you gotta you gotta wander off to the restroom during the questions. <laughs> you gotta go take a Mondo Duke while we're fucking <laughs> doing the question. <laughs> Yeah, what's that thing that people put on the back of their trucks that create sparks on the ground? Oh, Can you get one of those for nuts. your bikes? <laughs> no, but <laughs> I don't think truck nuts, but truck nuts on the you bike. Get truck nuts on a... your bike. Can you get like a little piece of metal that creates spikes behind your sparks behind your bike? No, just get a, a sticker that says "I lube my gears with liberal tears." Mm. Mm-hmm. Not not very hydrophobic, but uh, DC is a swampy town, and you you got to keep the moisture <laughs> off your drivetrain. I, I don't know. I, I like the Akira vibe of like you have a baseball bat dragging on the ground, making some sparks. You're sliding underneath vehicles, doing a little like side slide or whatever. As soon as he mentioned Akira, I was imagining that <laughs> yeah, scene yeah, where yeah. He, like the famous scene where he like skids to a stop yeah, yeah, yeah. with like his the back side wheel. Slide, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. much like Akira, maybe if you become like a big monster halfway through your bike ride. <laughs> yes. You got to get like an aggressive form of cancer. That <laughs> you got to have You've beautifully dis- hand drawn. Develop light. massive polyps and grow into a two hundred foot monster. Also, halfway through I, the bike, I, ride. I know this from personal experience that like you can really decorate bikes because I do the uh, yearly ecology thing where we decorate our bikes as a team. Um, we get into teams of like ten people. We have a theme. We decorate our bikes. We ride around town. We drink at every park in town. It's very easy to, like, add a bunch of stuff to your bike decoratively, like actual, like, you know, flags. Uh, I added a bunch of, like, fake flowers and leaves for our particular thing. Like, you can you can really personalize your bike if you want to. (laughs) I'm thinking I'm thinking what's what's the most reactionary type of bike? Everybody say it with me. Triathlon bike. You didn't even give me a three, two, one. Give me a yeah, second. Triathlon. Three, two, one, two, one. Triathlon bike. You get a disc wheel, you put a big swastika on your disc wheel. Mm-hmm. I, I think that conveys that you're not, not a lib. The problem is if you get if you put the swastika on your tire when it's spinning, it just looks like a big circle. It's kind of quixotic. Yeah. It looks like a windmill. Yeah, that's the problem. People might think it's just an unfinished maze. Mm. Uh <laughs> That's 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 the primary issue with swastikas is people are constantly thinking. That's why the Hindus gave up on it. They were like, we're done with this symbol. Whoever wants it can have it next. Yeah. Rotate it 45 degrees and have at it. (laughs) Just like, you know, copy my homework, but don't like make it look like you were copying my homework. Yeah. (laughs) 
what's what's gear prudence say that this dude can uh do to convey that the he... answer is longer than the question so if you want to go through it we can go through it all right well here we go dear maga well it all started in the second grover cleveland administration i like how that's starting velo oh so paul's leaving for me to read the answer okay no, <laughs> Um, Velocipedists were on the side of tariff reform and bimetallism, whereas, oh, come on, you know why, consumption decisions like how you get around, the clothes you wear, the coffee you drink become shorthand for the lazy to make sweeping generalizations about who you are. You must bike because you want to save the planet is a commonplace wrong assumption, especially from non-cyclists. Since environmentalism is typically associated with lefty politics, it goes from there. Additionally, recent politics generally have Democrats on the side of supporting government bike programs and Republicans opposing them. And in our current era of hyperpartisanship, where even what delivery pizza you like is a political statement, they think you're doing it to support your side. GP wanted to know how common your situation is. So, he put out a call to your fellow non-liberal DC bicyclists, and all five of them responded in record time. They pushed back on whether biking should be seen li as liberal at all. People know my politics history are surprised about my bike commuting, but what could be more conservative than self-reliance and low-cost locomotion? Offered a local conservative who asked to be identified as Chris A. A conservative lawyer reiterated Chris's sentiment, emphasizing fiscal prudence and adventuring spirit. One way to get people to stop assuming you're liberal is by wearing a Ronald Reagan-themed bike jersey, as Phil H. suggested, but most respondents recommended engaging. My retort typically is, this person lives in a liberal bubble and doesn't know any Republicans personally, much less knows what conservatism is about, says Trump voter Thomas DeLuca. And former Republican political operative Allison Welch says, I just explained that for me, it's a practical solution, not some kind of environmental statement. DC traffic is awful, and the metro is awful. You're probably not going to get the assumptions to stop, so the best advice is to not let it bother you. Kent Lastman, president of Free Market Competitive Enterprise Institute, put it best. Bikes and cycling strip away from the unimportant stuff of life. The group I ride with cares more about my kids or the latest book I've read than, than what I think of the latest political contretemps on the front pages. Let bikes just be about bikes. Gear prudence. So mid-answer, I decided that the question asker is Senator Tom Cotton, who, who famously loves to eat a birthday cake every single day. And, and this is just Tom deciding, you know, my knees are getting bad. I'm going to start biking to earn that birthday cake every day. Mm. So uh, to Tom, complaining about the metro in D.C., maybe, maybe throw out some funding. Give it a buck or two. Give it, give it some money. Hell yeah! Don't, don't add another lane for cars. I know, I know you want to add another lane. One more lane is not the answer, Tom. You don't, you don't need another lane. You need a well-funded metro. No cap. If you guys couldn't figure out from the fact that I brought somebody from DSA on, he, yes, he is a white man. <laughs> I am a white cishet man, can, and can I we, do lead Can we DSA talk chapter. about the overrepresentation of Connors, specifically white male cis Connors in leftist spaces? Because I also interact with many of them as well. You, you know? You know. We gotta, we, gotta, we gotta carve out a space for ourselves somewhere. The Connor community? CC. Underrepresented. 
Uh, Two thirds of this podcast is indigenous. One third of this podcast episode is a colonizer. Connor, would you like to speak to that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm real sorry. Hey, I accept <laughs> this your apology. is mainly why we have white people on. <laughs> we showed up. We dug a canal. We dug a canal. I think it's the Erie. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take all the land. I wanted to. That sounds sarcastic, but I actually know Connor's politics, and he actually is sorry. We I, we do want a better world. I, yeah, yeah. I, I would just like to make it clear he's not being sarcastic. I, everything I say sounds a little sarcastic. <laughs> I am sorry. There were no more potatoes. We had to come somewhere. That's true. You guys were equally colonized to an equal degree. I, I'm clinging to that 42% Irish, baby. <laughs> I'm colonized too. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can leave that one in. I don't, I don't You'll get final editing. You're All good. right. Do we want to get into the third segment? I do, man. I'm I'm excited for this one. I think it's a fun one. Okay. So what we're doing is a classic Connor versus Connor versus Connor versus Connor. And I wanted to know your perceptions or ideas or preferences for how to spell the name Connor. Two N's. O-R. O- only way. I have yet to meet a four N Connor, but you've met a three N Connor. I've met a three N Connor. That's disgusting. Have you, felt a, uh, have you met a K Connor? I've met a I've met a Connor with a Q U. Wait, what? Connor with a Q U. Yeah, she was. Have cool. you met like a Conair? I big fan of Conair. Uh, I like when Steve Buscemi sings that song about a uh, what's whole. We world don't have the license for that. Please hands. don't sing that. <laughs> 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 They're very litigious over at. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you want you want double N O R, not E R. Never, E-R. and certainly not a single N O R or a single N E R. Here at Charlotte Metro DSA, we've got <laughs> we've got a program uh, started by our co-chairs Connor and Connor. Uh, we each know a female Connor, so we're engaged in a program of a uh, gender affirmation care. If you want to change your name legally, won't get dead named anymore, we'll pay. If you change your name to Connor. Honestly, we have so much fucking money we don't spend. Can we actually just give it to people who want gender affirming care? I would be for that program. If they change their name to Connor. That's gender affirming care. We're going to have so many NBs named Connor. We love our NBs here on Big Hat No Cap. Big Hat hat, No Cap. Big Hats. Big Hats No Hats. Big, Big hats, no hats. Big hat. Y'all want a clean take? No, I think we're okay. <laughs> no, I think we don't need to leave that one in. We're good. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> it was killer, but maybe we could cut it. Yeah, that that Irish coffee. So here we go. So we're doing Connor versus Connor versus Connor versus Connor. We have Sarah Connor from the Terminator series. Connor McGregor from UFC fame. Sandra Day O'Connor, first woman elected to the Supreme Court, uh, and Connor Murphy, lead singer of the band. And I think you might know this band based on what we've talked about before. Foxing? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you you might have this made in the shade. In regards to Sarah Connor, can I can I give you a little doxing of myself? Yeah, sure. Guess my first name. Give it a guess. Your first name. Mm-hmm. Connor? Ooh, I am a John Connor. No. We just blew this case wide open. 
I, I was born June 6, 1996 in Atlanta, Georgia. That's Olympic season, baby. My mom, a lovely straight edge lady, on her epidural, blasted out of her mind, mm. decides that she wants to give me a Greek name because I'm being born just before the Olympics. And John's a Greek name? John was the save of all time. My dad came in with John. The Greek name that my mom came up with was Testicles. <laughs> she wanted to name me Testicles Connor Webb. And my dad said, Testicles is probably not a good name. He's going to go through elementary school. It's going to look a lot they, like They testicles. didn't already expect that you were going to drop out from there. <laughs> they, they, my mom thought Testicles is a good, powerful Greek name. Let's name him Testicles. My dad came in, saved the day. Now I'm John Connor. I... That does kind of make sense as an origin story for a leftist that you have like a mom with like a very artful sense, but like kind of a stupid ass sense for how to navigate this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a very artsy, but very incorrect. <laughs> so wait, do you, uh, do you, at any point did you go by JC? I knew a JC. Mm. First time I did coke Jesus Christ, JC. Yeah. His, uh, his lord and savior. Oh, God damn it, Adrian. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, no, no. J JC tried to get me to watch One Piece and gave me cocaine. So the That's worst the only way I you know. can do it. You have to do both. Otherwise, you can't get through a thousand episodes. Wait, okay. This is totally off. Wait, of no, top. we already talked about this with Drake. We can't talk about One Piece again. All right, that's true. <laughs> can, can I real quick give my discussion of my uh, path to becoming uh, a weeb? Sure. Go for it, King. Okay, so... I'm out doing tenant union stuff and a buddy says, hey, ten ants, we're trying to get him to strike. He says, hey, I have a thing I'm interested in. If you engage with it, it'll make us feel closer as friends. Wait, is this how weebs navigate the world? No matter what's asked of them, they're like, you have to watch One Piece to be my friend. <laughs> this, is, this is totally different. I, I resisted the call to One Piece <laughs> initially. Um, my buddy says... Hey, we'll be we'll be closer friends if you just read Chainsaw Man. Oh, how do you like Chainsaw Man? <laughs> Love it. I Love am it. so 50-50 on it so far based on the anime. I'm so surprised at the praise that it gets for being kind of mid. The the anime so far hasn't hasn't gotten to the point of Chainsaw Man. Mm. Yeah, so so a <laughs> homie told me, you know, when I was really depressed, I read One Piece. There are like 1300 chapters or some shit you can't kill yourself and they're still coming out luffy yeah yeah also it's it's luffy not luffy <laughs> i i say manga i say luffy i say donji sorry he's only read it i i'm not gonna pronounce it correctly okay but uh yeah yeah you read one piece because you can't kill yourself there's so much more one piece you read chainsaw man you realize okay there's still so much Maybe more I'm into Man. anime. There's still so much more Chainsaw Man. This is why you should get into Berserk. I'm just worried about your health. I, that literally, I think actually there is someone who's taking over the helm, but literally the author died. Yeah, yeah, he dead. Ooh, he dead. <laughs> Couldn't keep it real with himself. Couldn't keep it real with himself. Look yeah. at you. So, uh, so now I'm reading uh, Comey Can't Communicate. I'm reading My Dress Up Darling. I, I'm learning. I'm learning. All right, here's quote number one from one of these Connors. A state of war is not a blank check. When it comes to the rights 
of the nation's citizens. Sandra Day? That's Sandra Day. One point on the board. Uh, Do you want to do a estimation of uh, what you're going to be able to do here? We have 17. 24 quotes. Paul, you're very very bad at math, Paul. It's 17. (laughs) 17. 17. I'm... I've got one. I'm gonna say I get at least one. So uh <laughs> That's good that's good math. Let's 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 compromise. Let's say I get twelve. Here's the next one. Alright. Is this Connor Murphy, Sandra Day O'Connor, Connor McGregor, or Sarah Connor? Gainer from the balcony. Swan dive into the concrete. I I'm guessing uh the punch Connor. McGregor, that's his name. That is incorrect. Oh no. From the beginning of the song Game Shark from uh, Foxing's third studio album. That's not about wrote you a letter. Nearer my God. Wrote you a letter, told your best friend to send it, and took to the sea Adrian, don't go over 30 seconds. You, you know we have to pay. Read it. No, that's my jam. <laughs> I swear I'm a good So why don't you love me back? I don't know, I'm crying. Crying I'm crying already again, dude. I love that incel shit. That's honestly my biggest gripe with Midwest emo is that like I'll listen to like Modern Baseball's first album. And I'll be like, I like it. It's very incel-y. Like it's just very like girls don't like me and I don't like them because of that. And I'm like, it's hard for yeah. me to connect with this material as an adult going. Yeah, back to for it. Adrian as a bi person, it should be girls and boys don't like me. And yeah, if it was Paul, it was boys, girls, and NBs, and everyone else doesn't like me. <laughs> hey, famously have dated an NB. That's what makes me. Um, oh, I was just saying, straight. everyone doesn't like you. I'm constantly Googling Elliot Smith for people who fuck, and it's it's just not out there. Connor, have I ever told you that story about my ex who got insecure because I was technically gay because I dated an NB? <laughs> I swear no. I'm a good man. I swear I'm a good man. So why don't you don't love me back? I love a Midwestern emo band who buys like a thrift store trumpet. Mm-hmm. Cannot play it. Puts it on the album. Okay, Adrian, next quote. I think we've <laughs> done quote number two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The unknown future rolls towards us. I face it for the first time with a sense of hope. I guess for the control, I should probably like read all of these in the same way. So I should hold on. I'm going to read all of these from now on as Obama. <clears throat> Uh, okay. My fellow Let Americans, uh, the unknown future, uh, the un the unknown future, uh, rolled towards us. I face it for the first time with, with a sense of hope. That, that that sounds like an Obama quote. Holy shit! It, it talks about the future, so I want to say Sarah Connor, but I'm I'm going Sandra Day. I'm sorry because uh, if a machine, a Terminator, can learn the value <laughs> of human life, uh, maybe we can too. That is Sarah Connor. Anything with the future, Skynet would have been too easy. (laughs) Terminators and robots would have been too easy. (laughs) Robots. Robots. All right, here we go. Let's see. Still going to make 12? Yeah. All right. I'm going to surpass my limits. This is this is kind of an anime. Have you only listened to uh, Foxing's first album or have you gone further into their discog? Ooh, I know Adrian, and he's playing with your emotions. I don't know if he's doing a trick where the next one's going to be foxing or a double bluff where it is or isn't. 
He's playing with you, man. Watch uh, out. I I only listen to house music. Yeah, I, I barely so, wait, listen to You really to like that new Drake album, album, right? Uh, The one about hentai? No, honestly, never mind. <laughs> no, I haven't heard oh, it. Okay, that's his attempt at house. I assumed it was about hentai. Okay. Yeah. Be spontaneous. Be creative. Go out and have fun. Let things happen. <laughs> oh no, is that Conor McGregor? Final guess? No, Conor McGregor. You son of a bitch. That's Conor McGregor. I, you know, I pulled all the Conor McGregor quotes, quotes. I don't remember pulling that one. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was me four hours ago and I've forgotten. You know... This would be so easy if you included Connor O'Malley quotes because all of his are about a guy who can like speak to freight trains or who the fuck Howard is Connor O'Malley? Dude, Adrian, I've recommended him to you before. This is on you, buddy. You you gotta watch. I think you should leave. You gotta watch Detroiters. You've watched. I think you should leave. And I have watched Detroiters too. Yeah. Who who is this particular person? He he's the uh, he's who's the, the one brother? who looks like he's married to Aidy Bryant. That one, yeah. He's the brother, the one uh, who wants to bring a Slipknot mask, who doesn't want to bring the deodorant that Tim bought him for Christmas. He's the uh, the one where he's following the truck because it says honk if you're horny. Yeah, he's so horny. He's honk if you're horny. He yells a lot. Next quote. These visions I've been having seem to be coming true. I have a habit of predicting the future. I, I gotta go Fox and Connor. Connor Murphy. Ooh, that sorry, buddy. is Connor McGregor. The Irish are not, we are not a seeing people. We don't have the sight. You have the gift of the second sight. Huh. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. I think specifically that quote was about how he was going to beat the shit out of a guy at the fight. Uh, <laughs> I have the gift of seeing the future. I'm going to kick your ass and win. All right, here we go. And it was always this thing of like, you know, it's like telling a child when they're a toddler that they're going to be president. I'm going Sarah Connor. I'm going Sarah Connor. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that is Connor Murphy talking about basement shows and people saying they were eventually going to be playing arenas. I, I get final cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to win this game one way or the we other. We do send you a copy of uh, Final Cut Pro whenever you do this. <laughs> Can I get CAD too? Oh, wait, there's like a trash bin on the other side? Oh, yeah. Crazy. They're Shoot, I... I I do like that the Obama impression was a uh, was quickly abandoned. Uh, I would like Sasha it to come back. And, Malia but... and my fellow American, uh, there is no fate, uh, but what we create. That actually was very Obama esque. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that is the next quote. There is no fate, but what we create. Uh, there is no fate, uh, but what we, we we create as a band named Foxing. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I got I got a guess. There uh, is no uh, fate, but what we create. Uh, when it comes to this you, next you, fight, you do like you do like kick. speed run Obama. Like he was notoriously <laughs> known for like being a very slow talker. Yeah, I'm I'm going McGregor. Go oh, McGregor. that's Sarah Connor. <sighs> Paul, do you have context for this quote since you pulled this one? No, I pulled them all for uh, from IMDb movie quotes. Mm, all right, let's see what the next one is. Hey, Connor, put that phone down. <laughs> all right, here we go uh my fellow americans uh we don't accomplish anything in this world alone and whatever happens is the result of the whole tapestry of one's life and all 
and all the weavings of individual threads from one to another that create something. We don't accomplish anything in this world alone, and whatever happens is the result of the whole tapestry of one's life and all the weavings of individual threads form one to another that creates something. Conor McGregor doesn't know what a tapestry is. <laughs> That's true. He went to He's college, a very right? dumb no. guy. He had a mandala. Everybody has a mandala. I, I'm, I'm going Murphy. I'm, I'm... That's a good guess. That's what I would Are we keeping, I, are I we keeping scores wrong. on this, or...? What's going on? He has one right so far, so it's not hard yeah, just to keep track yeah. of. Um, this is Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Well, as as a DSA co-chair, I do have to erase the accomplishments of women. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, the first female Supreme Court justice, I don't recognize her. Hashtag not my justice. Not my SCOTUS justice. There you go. Why are uh-huh. nine people deciding what we do in this country? Connor's saying way less offensive stuff than I would usually say, but I'm like, hey, whoa, this is a representative of DSA. Let's cut it. <laughs> Back the court. All right. Uh, bees made hives in the mouth of the lion. I made my home in the house of a liar. Oh, God. Uh, is that Connor Oberst? Is that a Bright Eyes lyric? Okay, you got the surprise round where we bring in the guy from Bright Eyes. <laughs> I, I, it would have been way more clear if it was uh, very slurred, like he was very drunk. But uh, I, I, mm. bees make their wait, bees make their hive in the mouth of the bees lion. made hives in the mouth of the lion. I made my home in the house of a liar. And famously, a boxer has said, uh, what, "Oh, hold on, like, yeah, like let me bee. say with an let me like let me bee. say with an Irish accent. <laughs> bees made hives in the mouth of a lion. And I made my home in the house of a liar." <laughs> Look like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Famous fighting quote. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going Connor Murphy. I'm going foxing. That is, that is from Bit by a Bee, Part One, from uh, their first album. Good job. I, I, I know my Three early points. foxing. Three points on the board. Honestly, going through their lyrics made me appreciate how good of a writer he is. Like he's really like fucking putting those words together. I'll tell you what. He's doing a good job. I don't know foxing. Are they anything like foxygen? No. And you're stupid for asking that. <laughs> All right. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize. I, I think Conor McGregor's got a bit to apologize for. I'm going him. I'm going McGregor. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the fuck he wants. Conor McGregor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I know a fake apology. I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> we are doing Chandler misogyny. <laughs> that's what we're doing on this podcast now. <laughs> I'm gonna get one in there. You can't cut them all, baby. <laughs> baby. All right, we've cut all the other Chandler Slandler. <laughs> the Chandler Slandler. <laughs> that one's standard. <laughs> the Chandler Slandler. We were in uncharted territory. Now, making up history as we went along. Sandra Day O'Connor would have said her story. That's true. <laughs> so That's it's true. Not though. Her, but no, she was too early for the girl boss feminism. Yeah. I, I, I'm going Sandra Day. Fuck it. If you took out the day and took out the O and took out the Sandra and replaced it with Sarah, you'd be right. Oh, <laughs> Sarah Connor. No, it, oh no. She can't say history. She has to say future. <laughs> future. I gotta rewatch those. Was that a was that a Squidward reference? Yeah. 
Okay. I need to retire from retirement. Uh, I need to uh, retire uh, from retirement. That's that sounds that sounds like something. Uh, that's that's McGregor. That's McGregor. That's Sandra Day O'Connor. Paul, how's he doing? Oof. Oh, and four eight. points. All right. All right. Our next Connor, 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 Connor. It's a tough pill to <laughs> swallow, but we can either run from ad- adversity or we can face our adversary. <laughs> ad- okay. Uh, maybe if you were Obama, you would say it correctly. Uh, Sasha and Malia. Uh, it's a tough pill to swallow, but we can either run from adversity or we can face our adversity head on and conquer it. Actually, Obama did help. <laughs> From now on, I'm going to be like, what? what's it, like Ryan Reynolds? I'm going to be like, I, I play Deadpool all the time because he gives me confidence. <laughs> like, I'm going to be like, I do Obama all the time because that's my confidence character. <laughs> what? Who who wore the, sco- the, the scorpion jacket? Was that Ryan Reynolds or was that Ryan the Goose Gosling? Which Ryan? Can we do Ryan, Ryan, Ryan? Ryan. All right. Give me a second. <laughs> I'll, I'll start working on this. Okay. <laughs> I did P90X, uh, and that's why uh, I'm a presidential adversity? vice president. It's Paul Ryan. God, what happened to that guy? Shit. Um, adversity pills to swallow. Conor McGregor. He's taking pills. <laughs> that is Conor McGregor. Come on now. Five points on the board. Don't act like you're not a fucking like fucking expert at this. I, I've seen fighting in the age of loneliness. Hell yeah! Uh, shout out Felix. Felix shout out John Boys. I, John Boys got me got me my first kiss at the age of twenty seven. Ooh, <laughs> wait, twenty seven? We've talked about this in Adam's episode where you were embarrassed about like t- nineteen, and Adam was embarrassed. I think about Connor 18. is joking here. My first kiss was nineteen. I was very embarrassed by that. And your first kiss was? My first kiss was during uh, the Shia Shia LaBeouf movie Eagle Eye. That is a good that's, movie. That's actually not true. My first kiss was right after the cock and ball torture in uh, <laughs> Casino Royale. Mm. So so whenever that movie was, minus whenever I was born. Yeah, thanks for giving me an equation. <laughs> yeah. Pro- probably 30. Probably 30. All right. Uh, and he writes about it mostly in a more positive way. Whereas I am constantly writing about Catholic guilt. And in my resentment uh, of Catholicism and Christianity. Honestly, this is good practice. I think I'm getting better at Obama Murphy. the more I'm doing That's this. That's a Connor Murphy. That's CM, baby. <laughs> you are. You are. All right, let's go. Oh, yes. Okay. Fox Foxing is a guilty, guilty band. They are a guilty boy band. I'm not going to lie. It's maybe one of my most embarrassing stories after um, I, I, I do... I do stand by the fact that I've never kissed a woman or a man or an NB, but I have had sex while playing um, their second studio album, uh, Foxings, and it's kind of embarrassing because like there's some really sad songs on there, and it's like why did College Adrian think that was like the banging playlist? Why didn't I play D'Angelo? <laughs> like why didn't I play? Yeah. Like, like that was my idea of like that's some sensual music right there. That's a good rhythm. <laughs> Do a, that's a great story, man. Do y'all know your conception songs? This is this is yeah. My mom's like a cucaracha. Wait, no, Adrian's Adrian's conception song was uh blonde. It was uh Frank Ocean's album. 
the the band blonde oh blondie blondie yeah mine was a pretty wings by maxwell Ooh, the coffee maker my parents don't listen to music no they're just straight to business all right uh i wanted to be a cattle rancher uh, when i was young because it was what i knew and what i loved connor 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 i think it's a connor i'm gonna go i'm gonna go sarah connor why not that is sandra day okay i'm sorry my friend okay you're doing a good job paul what's the score right now I... five what did he say he was gonna get 12 and we've okay. got seven left there's two left <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do uh, three and a half times better than you think I will. We'll, we'll give you question. triple points for these next two. I will give you triple points if you can say who it is and in what context they said it and what minute mark on the movie they said it. <laughs> <laughs> movie is a good hint. All right. Uh, I don't know. There are any shortcuts to doing a good job. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there are any good shortcuts to doing a good job. Is that, is that Jane Connor McAlevey? Oh, we didn't even bring in Jane McAlevey, which isn't in the oh. Connor quiz, because why would she be? But uh, no shortcuts, <laughs> baby. <laughs> no shortcuts, baby. That's just no, sh- no shortcuts. I want to point out that like I agree with her on so many things, but goddamn her like appearance on Bad Faith, where she was like, you know, I only study when unions win because. I don't study losses because I'm interested in winning. And I was like, that's kind of a stupid person point. What are you talking about? You should also <laughs> yeah. study when unions lost. It's going it's into real... the strike, I guess, but whatever. For, for someone who's so center left as Jane is, it's a real MLM point to say that we can only learn things from successful. Wait, things. you have to explain that MLM to you does not mean multi-level marketing. Uh, Okay. MLM. Marxist, Leninist, Maoist, DSA. We've been saying it a lot today. It does not mean direct sellers association. Oh, interesting. We are not a Mormon. He, he says MLM all the time. Like I'm supposed to think that that's not multi-level I'm about to say, marketing. Like, my my knowledge stops at ML. So like I'm always like I'm a, I'm a principled ML or whatever. But I don't usually yeah. add the extra M. No cap. Real real sad about Migos having to uh, ditch the triplet flow for the twin flow. Wow, that might be the most like we need to take that out for sure, <laughs> and then put it back in. And every instance every we can seconds of the podcast, we need to reclip it into every part of the podcast so people know what a piece of shit Connor is. I mean, not that sad. I'm not going to say Offset had it coming. No, we... Yeah, but I mean, if you don't get on Bad and Bougie... Yeah, I mean, do you... If you you can't get on Bad and Bougie, you have whatever's coming, coming, you know? Nothing but facts. Bad and Bougie is responsible for Lil Uzi Vert being able to buy manga, and buying manga is a a crime. It's bad. Punishable by death. It's bad. So, uh, Sandra Day. Sandra Day. There was no guess. We're not on the next quote. Is it Sandra Day? (laughs) We're not... Wait, what... Are we on the next quote? I don't think I did the last quote. Oh, I, I don't know that there are any shortcuts I, I to doing I said a good a quote, job. And then I was like, I'm glad offsets. Okay, I don't I don't know that there are any shortcuts to doing a good job. And you brought in Jane McAlevey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you think that's Is Jane that... McAlevey? No, I'm going McGregor. I've only gotten McGregor, right? That's Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> 
Oh my god, this is so much easier than the rock, 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 or rock quiz that we gave to Luke, and yet somehow Connor has managed to flub this at every turn. I, I'm I'm in the future, baby. I'm I'm envisioning a better world for us. I I don't know quotes. That's beautiful. Yeah, I don't do quotes. I just make new quotes. That's our next quote from Connor McGregor. Uh, I'm guessing uh, Connor Murphy. Um, yeah, those were their newest albums. Said it was McGregor. Yeah. It's hilarious that you could not be worse at this quiz if you were trying. <laughs> All right. I, I've gotten less than 25%. Right. Connor, my boy, do you have my attention? Connor has answered 90% of these questions by attacking the recently deceased more often than actually answering the question. Do you want this last one as Obama or anyone else? I can do any impression. Uh, can you do Offset, who I'm glad is dead? <laughs> it's take off who died. Uh, I, don't, I don't give a shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, can, you, can you do it Irish funerals don't help them and goodbyes don't help you you have you just have to learn to live with it funerals don't help them funerals don't help them and goodbyes don't help you you just have to learn to live with it oh <laughs> oh no, I'm so bad at this game. It's occurring to me on the last question that I am not doing a very good job, and I'm going to say Murphy. That's Sarah Connor. <laughs> okay. It didn't say robots. Adrian, do you want to read the whole quote? That was it. Oh, I thought that Sarah Connor quote had a big part after the red section. No, he already okay, did bad. the, uh, because if a machine, a Terminator can learn the value of a human life, maybe we can too. <laughs> Oh, I did such a bad job. Hey, you know what? It's not about the score. The points don't matter. The The points are the friendships that we made along the way. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Big facts, no cap. Connor raps. Big fact. If you're going to get really drunk during a podcast, have two other hosts so that you can just dip out and uh, take a drink of water, maybe use the bathroom while they're chatting. My no cap is um MLM doesn't mean multi-level marketing anymore that's out the window bruh it stands for max goof larry the cable guy and marge simpsonism <laughs> hell yeah brother solidarity forever solidarity, solidarity forever solidarity forever you guys aren't doing it with me i don't, I don't like this this isn't solidarity for the union makes us, us strong did you oh, say keeps keep? us strong makes us what's wrong with you connor are you even a leftist oh my no. god he's an infiltrator he's been a he's been a fed this him. whole goddamn time <laughs> I, i've been i've been getting you'll paid. never hear from connor again I'm outie. <laughs> All right. This has been a fun one, Adrian. This really has been the this. second best podcast Connor's ever been on. <laughs> After Vroom Lefty or what was <laughs> You keep vasculizing it. Uh, check out Vroom Lefty. It's on Patreon. They have uh, me guiltily subscribing. Check out Vroom Vroom Skirt Skirt Lefty. RIP takeoff. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't think of anything better Pick your hair off my sweater